Welcome to Coffee with Dr. Stewart. This show will provide our listeners with up-to-date medical information from a leading neurotologist and neuroimmune specialist. With Dr. Stewart's broad medical knowledge, we will discuss how he helps his patients with issues such as ADD, migraines, hormones, dizziness, sleep, fatigue, methylation, autism, and genetic mutations. I am your host, Kara Stewart-Mullins, and I invite you to sit back, grab your cup of coffee or favorite beverage, and let's have Coffee with Dr. Stewart. Welcome, everyone, to Coffee with Dr. Stewart. I hope you're having a wonderful Sunday during this holiday season. I know I had a great Thanksgiving, and my family was with me. My big brother, Dr. Kendall Stewart, unfortunately, was up in the mountains. (laughs) Hey, Dr. Stewart. Yep, that was me. (laughs) We missed you around the Thanksgiving table. Yep, I missed y'all, too. Yeah, we missed the kids and everything, but I heard you had a good time. We did. We had an awesome time. You didn't break your neck on the slopes? No, 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 no. no. Chasing kids around. Didn't you? Yard sailing uh, with the skis. Not me. <laughs> Chasing kids. Well, we are down to our last two shows in 2014. It brings a little tear to my eye because um, I'm pretty proud. We've made made it through 11 episodes and we've had mm-hmm. some amazing feedback. And this is episode 12. So we've got 12 and 13 to go. And then we're going to wrap for 2014. But let me tell you what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about nutritional therapy mm-hmm. and then talk about some of the formulas that you've created for our line. So a lot of people okay. may, may or may not know this. Dr. Stewart is the lead formulator for neurobiologics going on six years now. Uh, they asked him six years ago to design a couple of products, and then he just never stopped. <laughs> right. And um, we've got a lot of emails and calls, which we do on a regular basis. But on particular episodes, we talk about certain formulas. And now these people want to know, is that the right formula? for me okay right, and we right. best we answer it to the best of our knowledge but I think coming straight from your mouth mm-hmm. as the creator of the product and used it in your clinics that um, you'll give us a better understanding so let's start off with quality okay okay it's very important I know a lot about this just because I work with the chemists sure. directly and stuff you know there's a lot of synthetics in a lot of products out there Correct. you know we mm-hmm. keep those out of our line because we're pharmaceutical grade we're GMP which we'll get into that later but, Dr. Stewart, tell us why synthetics don't work well with the body. Well, I mean, s- simply the fact that it's synthetic is the problem. What does synthetic mean? Like, just- now, What synthetic means is that it's not typically naturally occurring in the body and that it has a different chemical structure. Okay. Okay, so even though it may have an affinity for a receptor or for a function in the body, it really isn't the natural molecule that's made for that specific function. Okay. okay so drugs in particular are synthetics. synthetics as most. They're chemicals that are not the natural natural component that the body uses, but have effects that are similar to that natural component, or a lot of times more powerful or more. I've more always heard that the body has to work so much harder to get synthetics through the body. Is that true? It's not really and, to get it through. But when we're talking about some, nutrition, what when synthetics are really done is that you see the body has a natural way of delivering a molecule, uh, whether it's a hormone or whether it's a neurotransmitter, and then degrading that molecule or getting rid of it, and then freeing up the receptor uh, itself again. So okay. the body has been um, programmed perfectly. Um, of course, I believe by the good Lord. Yeah. And we have set it up to degrade and to synthesize these natural elements uh, in a perfect fashion. Synthetics, however, are made to mimic those, but 
a lot of times we'll have more trouble degrading them, more mm-hmm. trouble clearing them, more trouble reversing them at the natural function. And so for a perfect example would be like amphetamines. Okay. Okay. So um, the problem with an amphetamine is it will make you feel high and alert and function a whole lot better. But problem is, is that the way it actually affects the body, you then start to get addicted to it uh-huh. and you have to have it and your body gets used to this new state of function okay. and it becomes the new norm and basically you're stuck on it. Yeah, I guess I always, I talk to some nutritionists and stuff and they they talk about fillers in the body. I mean, in nutritional products, you know, sure. they use cork, they use shellac, the stuff I put on my nails, you know, sure. and these are a lot of supplement companies out there that aren't being watched by the FDA that are on the, our shelves and how does the body get rid of that stuff? Does it stack up? Well, the answer is, uh, well, the answer is highly variable depending on the person. Yeah. So we have these natural genetically um, programmed uh, clearing agents, basically, or clearing systems, and we call them the detoxification systems. And basically, they are highly variable from one person to the next. So something that may be perfectly tolerable for one person is very, very difficult for another person to actually clear and, and get rid of. And it can cause side effects. Certainly can. And in fact, you know, people with methylation deficiencies, which we've talked about a lot in this show, have typically really great problems clearing chemical chemical toxins because of their production or their deficiency in producing glutathione. Yeah, and I guess I want to get this point across. When I'm always talking to somebody, you know, about products, education is the biggest piece because good manufacturing practices, that's called GMP, you know, it's kind of an AKA for pharmaceutical grade, which our product Mm -hmm. line, our company, makes sure that we are. And anybody can kind of put that on their label if they want to, if the FDA doesn't catch them. But the truth comes down to the point where you have to get with your manufacturers and make sure that they're providing clean nutrition. And that's what I hope we provide. Yeah, really. The basis of CGMP or GMP is that we essentially have a lot of these products of nutritional nature coming from outside the country. Yeah. Many of them from Asia. And clearly, the Asian suppliers can be quite suspect in certain situations. So the quality of pharmaceutical-grade supplementation in manufacturers is that they have actually approached the FDA to ask... Mm What, have, what, what qualifications, what safeguards do we need to make in order to comply with what you would dictate should you decide to take over the industry? And then the FDA goes in and, and surveys them and makes sure that they're That's following. Correct. And I've heard of companies getting like... Mm-hmm. 12-page letters because, you know, they did not have everything up to standards. That's correct. And so the manufacturers, I mean, the, the manufacturers live in fear that the FDA will actually oversee yeah. the supplementation industry. And the whole idea is these manufacturers obviously don't want to go out of business. So what they do is they comply. And mm-hmm. what they typically do is very, very simple. They take each batch of raw nutritional product and they have to um, test, uh, it. test it. And they test it for purity. Mm-hmm. And it has to meet efficacy, purity standards and efficacy standards. And then if it passes is that regimen it's then introduced into the product and utilized it then after the product is made where we combine uh, different agents mm-hmm. or we put them together then they have to pull off every so often maybe every one, 50th or 100th bottle and assay it for purity yep. also to make sure there haven't been any type of chemical changes and the one thing I like about our company too is you know with your testing suite that you have of course we work through all those steps with the manufacturer I've gone down to the plants I've sat with the chemist I've walked through the sure. plants and the white garb and head uh, net and everything and but then we bring that batch back and we test it on some patients in your office and that's how we know the truth if it's really going to work well you know the biggest the biggest thing too is that when you deal with cgmp or 
pharmaceutical grade, there's a dictum that really comes down from the FDA oversight that you can only report the absorbable amount Mm -hmm. on the label. So if you go down to Walgreens or somewhere like that and you just get an off-the-counter supplement, sometimes it'll say 500 milligrams of calcium on it, but you may only absorb 50 milligrams. I know, that's always baffled me. Um, So with CGMP, because we're looking at efficacy, we can only report what's absorbable. So you know, you and I both know that we f- we fuss with the chemists a lot. Uh-huh. Like, this is how much we want <laughs> delivered. You know, and the chemist says, well, I can't do that. We'd have to put this much in yeah. there to get that. And so we es- we essentially have to spend a lot of time formulating any type of new, new formula, yeah. making sure that the chemists agree that we use the best quality. We use things that don't interact. We use things that actually belong together. Well, and that's your biochemical background. And that's the biochemistry of it. And you really, you know, it's, it's a lot more difficult than you think you know oh i could never do i mean i'm like oh yeah i'm a supplement expert now but then i look at the formulas and i'm like i don't know what goes together that's your job for well, all it's of actually us. my job and my job to talk to the chemist because i actually do speak some chemistry so a lot of it yeah and so <laughs> the whole idea is that i can understand what the heck they're talking about even when they're talking in their jargon yeah and so you know there's Tell us a little bit about your biochemical background because well, it's hard to make these formulas in work. Well, you're going to be maybe a little bit surprised, but basically uh, biochemistry is something that all doctors take during medical school, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to have some in college too. Now, when I was at the University of Texas, I decided that I was going to graduate early. And, um, and you graduated in three years, yes. right? And so what I what I decided to do was take a summer course in biochemistry, and the only summer course in biochemistry that was available was the one for pharmacists. Ah. So basically what happened is I got introduced to not only a very hard biochemistry course, and I started as a chemistry major yeah. and transferred over to biology just because it was sense. easier. But what happened is they were really taught functional biochemistry, meaning mm-hmm. biochemistry related to drugs. And so what happened is I got a very unique perspective on what biochemistry really meant from a drug physiology perspective instead of just straight biochemistry from some, you know, please forgive me, professors, but geeks that are just interested in their little (laughs) area of research. And so that kind of lit my biochemical fire. And then when we get to medical school, I did a lot of, you're trained in biochemistry to a certain degree. And most doctors hate it, I mean, to say the least. And they just... Uh, forget it as fast as they <laughs> they, they remember it, it. Mm-hmm. kind of like me in algebra <laughs> you know it'd be hard to press to admit it but they certainly don't do that now what happened though is that when i realized that all these genetics were involved and biochemistry involved i had to go back and spend a lot of time re-educating myself on a lot of biochemical pathways yeah. because whether we like it or not biochemistry and is the physiology physiologic foundation of the body well what's interesting is like when we when you know the company was founded six years ago and we we got some formulas that are already pre-designed mm-hmm. and then you would use them for something totally different like a high blood pressure supplement you use for neurotransmitter support correct and it was baffling but we just you know fit the name to what you were using it for and it worked well it's because the biochemistry doesn't ever lie yeah it never fails that I'll be lecturing on biochemical and genetic pathways, and I'll have some doctor in the back raise their hand and say, where are your double-blind placebo studies <laughs> that tell us? And, I, and they talk like this. <laughs> right, and they talk like that. And so basically what I have to say is, listen, doctor, you, you've really confused what I'm saying. This is not a drug study. Yeah. We are talking about straight biochemistry here. So you need to go home and get your biochemistry book out and open it up, and you need to start reading on what I'm talking about. And when you're talking about the biochemical 
pathways and the way it's right passed down Basically, through the, the body. way things it is is the way you know the body makes uh, certain substances transition to other substances transition to others and you can use it in multiple different facets yeah you always say sometimes one vitamin doesn't work alone i've had a couple people ask me what does he mean by that yeah, basically, uh, God is um, very beautiful in his design. He's not going to use one vitamin for one thing. He's going to use one vitamin for 50 things. Ah, I got gotcha. you. It's kind of like a recipe. So okay. how many recipes can you make with sugar, Carrie? Yeah, you asked me that before, and I got okay. tricked. Yeah. The answer is <laughs> I thousands. Said, yeah. Okay? So the whole idea is, like methylfolate, for instance, can be used in what we know of right now, 250, 250 different biochemicals. But it requires But a it requires other cofactors to make like it B12. work. Like B12. That's correct. Okay. So God makes recipes. He does okay. not make one vitamin. Now I understand, because you got to have one vitamin doesn't drive alone. It takes the other ones to work together. That's correct. Okay. That makes sense to me. Well, you know what? I think we covered, you know, the quality that at least, you know, the, the show sponsor, Neurobiologics, what... What we try and achieve and when we get back we're going to talk about the products now okay. at dr stewart's design we've got 14 in the line that you've designed for us okay and they're very interesting and i use quite a few of them and i know a lot of people that do so we will right, be right back with coffee with dr stewart No two people are the same. Our health issues and our nutritional needs are as unique as our smiles. That's why our mission at Neurobiologics is simple. Provide quality nutrition that changes lives, one formula at a time. Developed through a collaboration with top U.S. physicians, each Neurobiologics formula carefully targets specific health issues. I can't tell you how much supplementation has helped our family. Being able to put back in their bodies what they were missing, we had dramatic results. We had focus in school. We had children that were able to sleep through the night. We had children that had their moods regulated. What we're interested more in neurobiologics is replenishing the insufficiencies that the body has in order to recover the underlying problem and reestablish the nervous system and immune system normal function. Each of us is unique. Shouldn't your supplement be too? Neurobiologics. We are changing lives one formula at a time. All right, welcome back, everybody, to episode 12 of Coffee with Dr. Stewart. I'm your host, Kara Stewart Mullins, and of course, Dr. Stewart. How are you again? I'm doing great. <laughs> I always ask you that when we come back from break. I don't know That's why. Okay. Hey, how you doing? Stuff says I'm trying to swallow my coffee. <laughs> Sorry, as he spits all <laughs> over the mic. <laughs> Anyways, we've been talking about quality of nutrition and kind of the guidelines that neurobiologists goes by. Dr. Stewart's biochemical background, because you got to know what you're doing to make these formulas. You know, a lot of people out there will buy, let's say, zinc, calcium, vitamin D, all these individual bottles. The next thing you know, you look at your counter and there's there's like 15 or 16 bottles that you're trying to take a day. Sure. And it becomes a little overwhelming. So Dr. Stewart's really good at putting formulas together for particular conditions. So to make my, my job a little easier, now I can send this stuff off to people if they have a question about a particular product. Now there are right. videos by you on these products, but on our website. But let's talk about the methylation products. Okay. The core of our line, kind of how we started. I mean, you've been a methylation expert for 10 years now preaching it that you cannot have good health without a proper methylation pathway. Right. The concept of all the designs is pretty simple. Um, back when my daughter, Courtney, uh, your niece, was mm -hmm. was four, uh, she decided to go to a party and Cherry was busy and she asked me if I could help her bake a birthday cake. So what I did is I walked over to the pantry, opened opened up the door, grabbed the cake mix, brought it Out back. Out of the box. <laughs> dumped it in a bowl and put eggs and, you know, milk in it and stirred it up and baked a cake. 
Well, and then it hit me that that's exactly how supplementation should be. Okay. Now, here's the problem in the industry. You and I both know that if we were only in the industry to try to sell as much product as we can, we'd have everything separate because oh, yeah. the cost of the products, it's mostly in the packaging. Well, you know, when I came on board as CEO and I we sat down with you and some other of the, the people that are involved with neurobiologics, that was what you kind of had to convince them of, you right. know, that so, this has to be put together to make these formulas work or we're not going to survive. Right. And, you know, we really knew that we wanted to hit a boutique area, which is basically put everything together and make it easy for the patient. because yep. And cost effective. Right. And cost effective. And so it's almost like we're at neurobiologics where we created an advocacy type of mm-hmm. environment for the patient, which means we put everything that belong together, then there are a few people that can't take certain things that are in certain formulas. So that yeah. creates some conflict for yeah. the patient. But in general, it actually works out best for those patients because they're always asking, how much of this? How much of this? How much of this? How much of this? And they're confused and they're right. spending a ton of money. And that's, yeah, it is kind of weird with the business plan going, oh, you know what? We're not going to sell as many bottles, but we're going to have a lot of return. Correct. You know? And so, you know, the whole idea is that what you've got to understand about people who who have methylation issues that I explain to people is I'll have people show up in my office every single day and new patients, and they'll have a list of 30, 20, 30 supplements they're taking. And the first thing I do is, and I notice that there's no methylation support, and I say, well, you know what? That just has very expensive pee you have. Ah. Okay. And it's probably bright yellow. Yes. And the reason (laughs) that 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 is true is because methylation itself is not just involved in delivering the proper vitamins to the the body's cells, but it's also involved in what we call growth factors. Okay. Factors that deliver nutritional elements. Makes sense. You know, deliver cholesterols, deliver fats, deliver proteins, deliver minerals to the cells. And there, there are growth factors specific to every type of cell, whether it's a bone or whether it's a tissue or whether it's a fibroblast or anything else. What we're doing is we're basically have specific growth factors that need methylation support to deliver all this nutritional extra that you're putting in your body. So that's why you created, now we have a neuramine stabilizer cream, mm-hmm. which is a, a methylation cream, and then now we have a sublingual, which is yeah. a different delivery, but achieves the same thing. Now basically, the, the problem is, is that it never made sense to me. Why would our body only absorb B12 and folic acid and then convert it internally? Because other organisms make methylated forms. Why aren't we just absorbing it from our guts? Uh-huh. Well, the answer is, that in my mind, is that the liver does not really care for methylated forms very well. Okay. It's because methylated forms, many neurotoxins or things that would actually potentially get into the nervous system or the brain would be methylated because the, they're fat soluble. Uh-huh. And so I believe that the liver actually tends to clear things that are methylated when it comes from the gut. When it's orally taken. So when we, not to say that I'm absolutely 100% correct, but what I will tell you is that we, we did not see a clinical effect in oral consumption of these supplements as opposed to injectable. And you're talking about the methylation products. Talking about the methylation products. Yeah, because I knew that you had a, a lot of good results with the injections because that's going right into the bloodstream. Correct. So the cream was the next best thing if you can't get a prescription. Yeah, or sublingual. And what we realized, the cream was was one of my favorites. I love it because it's just a beautiful way to deliver these fat-soluble vitamins. Mm -hmm. And it had a, you know, you and I both know how hard it was to make. Oh, gosh, yes. uh, But uh, what I tell people is dudes don't like lotions. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, um, and my six-year-old didn't like lotions, and he loves right. the sublingual now. And so, you know, eventually we knew that we had to go to some other form to get, you know, a lot of these young boys and guys, especially teenagers going off to college oh. and stuff. Their parents are like, "How am I going to get them to remember to rub on a cream?" They won't. But you can put a pill in their pocket, and they'll remember. And it. I hate to say it, but even fifty and sixty-year-old guys don't like to do that. Yeah, and the hairy issue. Sure, you want to do somewhere there's less hair. So we eventually made a sublingual because it bypasses the liver and gets introduced into the bloodstream. But both have methylated B6, B12, and folic acid. And two types bioactive of me- forms. Yeah. So bioactive forms, so they have methyl tetrahydrofolate, mm-hmm. they have folinic acid, which is formal tetrahydrofolate, they have methyl B12, hydroxo B12, uh-huh. and also P5P. Which is B6. Which is B6. And all those together, they're cofactors. Yes, and the ratios matter. Yeah. And so the way we actually built those was to have the appropriate ratios together because what I tell people is if I'm baking cookies and I dump way too much flour in it. Doesn't do well. Then if I don't add the other ingredients, then I've got cookies that don't do well. And so the whole idea is when you start explaining it that way, you can take too much of one thing. So if you take too much methyl B12, it can interrupt the ability of the methylfolate to work properly. That makes perfect sense. I'm glad you finally said that because that is hard to to tell some people because they go, oh my gosh, there's really not that much P5P or there's really not that much methyl B12. Well, you're the chemist. So you know well, why it's not too much. Well, it's not too much because what happens with a lot of these people is they're not taking GMP products. So they're looking at what's on the label and mm-hmm. assuming they're they're absorbing it. Oh, like 200 milligrams, but maybe only getting 50. Maybe even getting 20. 20. <laughs> and then you have to take out the extraction and the liver up to Correct. 30%. Right. So know, the whole idea is don't get fooled by labels. Okay. Good point. So the reason the CGMP world, when people turn our products over and they go, oh, there's just not, there's a lot more in this other product. Well, the answer is no, that's absorbable, which means that if I put 200 on the label, there's probably 500 in the product. Wow. Okay. Let's go to the speed round here. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, methylation is kind of the core of our line. If you're not methylating, some of these products in other nutritional products you're taking may not work as well, but they're going to work better if you start methylating. So you usually start people off with the sublingual, the methylation complete, Mm -hmm. or the neuramine stable. The next one that you just recently made for us about six months ago, Full Focus. Right. Very, very popular item because ADD, ADHD, and mood. Yeah, so Full Focus is based on the concept of um, basically having what's called methyl donors. Mm -hmm. And the methyl donors that typically people know about are uh, choline, inositol, methionine, trimethylglycine, cofactors like that. What they typically do is they make dopamine break down faster. Okay. And what I mean by that is dopamine is about how fast you not only trigger the dopamine receptor, but how fast you clear it. Okay. And and be able to provide another dopamine so you can transition. That's what keeps you focused. That's right. Now, it also has uh, green coffee bean extract. And many people get shocked about that, but green coffee bean does not have a whole lot of um, caffeine. Uh-huh. It basically, Not until it's roasted. It's roasted that produces all the caffeine. So we got it in the extract. I always tell people it's pressed out of the beans in the raw form. Right. But what it does have is a very high level of what's called chlorogenic acid. And mm-hmm. chlorogenic acid has been proven in some clinical studies to augment the dopaminergic system of the brain. So it actually provides better functionality for the dopamine receptor. I'm just telling you for memory, like me and my office manager, Kathy, were talking about <laughs> our, after taking the product, our memory of things that we didn't even know, like an actor's name that we've never seen the movie sure. yet, but probably heard it in random passing. Right. 
What is that? I mean, the cognitive performance it's just, just the seems way to it, go through you know, the it's roof. It's the way it's built. And, you know, you know, we had advanced neurotransmitter before that. And we then, still do. And yeah. we still do. And it was good. But when you start throwing that green coffee bean extract in there, wow. what's happening is you can't sit still in biochemistry. There's always new information coming out. And mm-hmm. so if, if you keep up with what's going on, you'll find out that maybe, and you and I know, I'll say, Kara, I think you I need You drive me bananas sometimes. I need to <laughs> we need to change formula. this. <laughs> And, you know, and basically, um, we can't, we don't stick stagnant. You'll see that we do redesign. Yeah. And I mean, that's a good thing. I I just joke that he drives me crazy with that. But, you know, things have to evolve with time. Sure. You know, and we figure out what works better. We get a test batch and then we change the formula a little bit. People wonder why I want to keep the old formula. But the new one usually is so much better. You know, it's really, really a great thing watching full focus and how much better it typically works in advanced neurotransmitter but that's not true for everybody it's yeah. really true for women for sure yes it's one of the few supplements I know supplements. the days I do not take it it's one of the few supplements I've designed where women tend to like it a whole lot better really for some reason guys were pretty happy with advanced neurotransmitter yeah. and they don't I know. feel that it lo- lasts longer than advanced neurotransmitter mm-hmm. so well okay let's get on to the next one neuroimmune Neuroimmune infection control. Neuroimmune infection control is instead of... What's it for? Basically for covering or helping the body with natural agents to control all types of infection. Viruses, yeast, bacteria, fungus. And basically, um, instead of buying a specific agent for each one of those, you basically are buying uh, one product that has all the components in it. Okay. What about glutathione or topical? Glutathione topical. Glutathione is a very important molecule to the body. It's the only thing that can clear chemical toxins. It's a major anti-inflammatory. It's actually a chemical sense signaling agent between mm-hmm. cells. And it's on the pathway. And methylation. when your methylation is weak, you have very little glutathione. So when you apply it, it basically helps uh, inflammation. It helps clear toxins. It helps cells signal better, and people just better and, it's and a people nice, feel better. It's a nice cream that you can rub on. That's correct. Okay, to another cream, calming cream. Calming cream is basically when you have methylation in place. There are specific precursors. We mean amino acids that are designed to help you make specific neurotransmitters. So we've got tyrosine to make dopamine, 5-HTP to make serotonin, theanine to help GABA, and we even have some GABA in there. And what does it do, though? And basically what that does is helps you calm your limbic system, which is your emotional center, which is based on serotonin and GABA. Why it works so well for me. (laughs) And dopamine essentially helps your processor. So we know that helping your brain function better will calm you too. Yeah, and I always put it on like 20, 30 minutes before bed because I've got brain spinning. I keep thinking about the same things over and over again, and it calms me down. You know that. Yeah, I was so blessed when this product came out. Okay, well, Let's just recap real quick because we're about out of time. Look for CGMP if you're looking at supplement companies or brands because if they do not know what that term means or it's not on their label, I would probably consider hanging up the phone or not or look, right. taking a hard look at that product. Look for natural sources when you're looking at ingredients. Stay away from the synthetics. They're a lot harder to process through the body. Look for combinations or cofactors for certain ingredients and no fillers. You know, Look at the other ingredients. If there's a lot in there, that's probably not a good thing on the other ingredients list. So thank you everyone for joining us. We are out of time, Dr. Stewart, but I appreciate you taking your time out. You're welcome. With all your wisdom. And I hope everybody has a blessed and wonderful Sunday. The views expressed by show hosts or their guests are their own and shall not be construed in any way as advice in place of your own medical practitioners. We encourage you to seek professional advice or care for any problem which you may have.